What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 55. 55. 55. I'll be your host, Ryan. Just going to wait for Matt to join us. But I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody had a nice week. It's freezing cold here in Windsor, Ontario. Not great. That's why I got the hoodie on. It's, it's, it's a cold one. Here's Matthew. There he is. Here. What's up, buddy? You cold over there or what? Yeah, dude, I'm freezing. Negative 10 and fuck wind chill. It's probably like negative 20 out. It's not nice. Damn, son. Not liking it. I'm sick of winter already. It's only fucking January, so, you know. Well, you know, and sympathize, but, I mean, it's way colder for you than it is for us, than it was for us, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we... We had our share of shit weather this past winter and for like last whole year. Yeah, well, I mean, we had no snow at all. So that's yeah, I know. You guys haven't had anything. I mean, it's it snowed a little bit here tonight for like half an hour, and then it's just stopped. It's not yeah. Well, at least yeah. you guys didn't get like what Toronto got because Toronto got yeah, I mean, Toronto was fucking dumped on and yeah. We, uh, all our fucking trucks and everything at work are still getting delayed because they're trying to catch up. Oh, so, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys pull from Toronto or from Milton, right? Milton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, that was, that was us too, right? Getting stuff yeah, through yeah. our interior stores when we had all those floods in BC. Fuck, man. Yeah. That fucking yeah. fucked everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it just makes everything that much worse, right? It's just like, yeah. oh, it's freaking out. Work's fucking annoying. It's, uh, I hate everything. I just want to move to a private island. Make sure there's no snow. Oh, trust me. There will be no snow. That was honestly a humongous part of my consideration to moving to Vancouver. Yeah. And then that that's part. in Canada and there's no snow. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, man. That sounds very good to me. Yeah, no, hell yeah, man. I mean... <laughs> That's the problem is if I move to a deserted island somewhere like warm year round, what am I going to do? I have no life skills. I, I I can't build a hut. I can't fish. I can't hunt. I don't want to do any of that. You're going to start a new revolutionary podcast style where basically you just get followed by a droid, like a drone camera. Yeah. And it just documents your life while you live on this island and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, it would be like. 12 days long podcast and then I'll be dead and you'll see a carcass laying on the ground. And then have just forever streams because you've set it up so it just continuously just debits your credit card. Perfect. Perfect. I hope you all enjoy watching my dead carcass decompose. <laughs> Welcome to Ryan Dead in a Tropical Paradise somewhere. Day 75. We're on day, we're on day four and it's not looking good. It's not looking great. <laughs> he still has no fire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hate seafood too. So, like, what the fuck am I gonna eat? Yeah, well, if you had nothing to eat, you'd eat seafood. Trust me. <laughs> sure, if I'm starving to death, then obviously. But I mean, it's like it's not. It wouldn't be my first choice, obviously. Me either. Yeah, me either. Not a seafood guy. No, no. But anyway, how are you? Enough of uh, me dying in a carcass land or yeah. island. Weird conversation piece. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm just. Uh, uh, what did I do? I've just been kind of hanging out. I had a pretty busy week at work, so didn't get to uh, watch as much shit as I usually do. 
Yeah. Usually yeah. this is like a slow time of year for me, and this year yeah. is not that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's not busy at my work, but it's just there's a lot going on. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's our industry. Yeah. That yeah. grocery life. That's why I took a vacation in February because I said, "Fuck it, I'm not taking, I'm not working anymore. I don't like it." Lovely. I am uh, coming home. There's a very good chance I'll be coming home for Easter weekend. That would be delightful. April. Fuck yeah. Because I'll just tell my boss, oh, I'm dead. I can't go into work. And then I'll spend time with just you. Just watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see so, pretty quick. It's not looking good. I'm probably not coming in on Monday. <laughs> yeah. This island life isn't for me. <laughs> no, I um, I didn't watch nearly as much as I did last week. I mean, um, watched Amazing Race. Watched uh, Book of Boba Fett, obviously. We'll get into that. Book of Boba Started. Fett. Uh, the new season of Ozark dropped today, so watch right. the first three episodes of that. But um, other than that, not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, Ozark as well. And uh, Peacemaker. I watched Peacemaker as well. Yes, right, 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 right. Um, how how was Ozark? I w- Ozark one of the, is one of those things that like I wish Kate would watch with me because like um, like I feel like I would like it, but I also oh, just totally. like can't. I just have a hard time putting time aside to like actually stop and like watch yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like it's just, there's just always too much going on. It's just like every time I stop, it's like it'll take me like two hours to watch an hour's worth of shit. Cause I'm like, yeah, I mean, me and you are very opposite in that way, right? Where yes. you, you, you're always multitasking and watching things. And, yes. and I'm never doing um, one thing generally. I'm usually doing two things at once. Yeah. There's select times like this. I, when we do this, I kind of have to stay with it. Yeah, <laughs> Man, right like when I'm customizing and shit. Like I, I mean, although my, most of my attention is there, like you know, I can be watching something or listening to a podcast or whatever, right? So, yeah. No, I, uh, I don't know. I'm very much focused on one thing at a time. Generally, I mean, it, sometimes I'll play a video game and I'll have like depending on the game. If it's not stu- super story focused, I'll like have a podcast on in the background or something like that. But Generally, I'm very uh, one time, one thing at a time. So Ozark's great, but yeah, it's a time commitment. I mean, uh, they're only like I don't know ten episode seasons. I think the first four seasons, but um, or three seasons, and then this season is split in two because it's the last season. So they're doing seven and seven. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a really good show. I mean, you didn't really like Breaking Bad all that much, though, did you? I never like got into it. Like I just I could. Because you know my kind, I just like if I can't yeah. get into it in the first couple episodes, I'm usually like, it's just yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> and that's like, fair. I, 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 I mean, I was hooked from episode one on Breaking Bad, and Ozark has remnants of Breaking Bad. It's very um, kind of similar storyline, but it, it goes def- different, you know. But it's like normal people getting into you know dealing drugs shit. and shit like that. Yeah. So well, well, so like we watch. So Kate and I watched an episode of Ozark. And afterwards, I think we only watched the first episode and I was like, let's go round two. And she was like, yeah, I don't think that's this is going to be good for me. And I was like, ah, fuck, because I really thought that was pretty good. Oh, it's so good, man. It, it only gets better. I think I think the first season might be the weakest season out of the four. But we uh, we finished watching. So I think last week I said uh, that we watched that British show. It's called it's like a crime drama called uh, Happy Valley. Right, right. right. Oh, we watched season two this week. The whole nice. thing. 
and it was fucking good, man. It's pretty fucking like I have to have subtitles on because like I'm really I have a hard time with the accents. I always have subtitles on. I love subtitles. Yeah, me too. It makes a huge difference. You you can catch a lot of shit you would might miss if you don't. Totally. So like um, I have a hard time watching things going off like to other people's houses or anything like that they because have... they never have subtitles on. And I'm like, can we turn subtitles on? They're like, really? Like that's so annoying. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Like you're stuck. Like I miss so much. Well, the thing is, is like I can actually stay committed to the story when the subtitles are on because it's like, like when I just am missing every few words, it's super hard to stay engaged. Well, especially with accents, right? Yeah, but then when I have to read, it's like it's making me engaged because I have to read. Yeah, totally. I end up getting more. I end up being able to enjoy the actual story, and I don't get hung up on like the fact that I'm not understanding shit. Right? So totally. Totally the same page. Yeah. So yeah. So it's uh, it was really good. It was like super good. But now she wants to show me all her British like crime shows and stuff. So, but we're gonna like I said, I'm like if they're good, if they're this good, like yeah, I'll try it out, right? But tonight, yeah, sure, we, no. tonight we watch two episodes of what we do in the shadows. The so good. Uh, it's not that I don't think it's funny because I'm laughing. Um, it kind of feels like. A less funny version of the movie, which is like well, hard it starts to... that way, but it definitely it, it drifts in different direction, right? Like, okay, they wanted to replicate the movie in a way, to, but I mean, it's Americanized, but yes. um, it starts drifting in different variations. Like, they definitely set up the characters to go to be different after you get to know them, but I mean, yes, it's the same in premise, but it, I don't know, like, I, I. I know what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I find it so funny. It's very dry. And very, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's lots of parts where I was just like, this is so silly. But yeah, there were also lots of parts where I was just like, yeah, it's okay. So yeah, I'm going to still give it a, a little bit more of a chance. So There's one episode in season two, which is like one of my favorite episodes of any television show ever. Like it's just fucking brilliant. And I'm, uh, I, I hope you get that far because you're going to die. What, uh, how many episodes in a season? I didn't look at that. Want to say ten? Okay, it's not it's not overly long. They're twenty. I bought twenty minute episodes. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Twenty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, I, I can't remember. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it was yeah, it was okay. And then what else did I watch? Um, yeah. Anybody that's not paying attention, uh, what we do in the shadows is just came on Disney Plus, at least in Canada. So if you're interested, I know I talked about it a lot recently, but. Um, he got me on it. He was, he was like, it's on Disney Plus. Because he yeah. also knows my rule that if it's not accessible, I probably won't watch it. Yeah. So no, as soon as he exactly. said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. We just finished this. So, Yeah. Uh, 22 to 30 minute episodes. I don't know how long season one is, but I think it's 10 episodes. Yeah. 10 episodes, 10 episodes. Uh, season three is not on there yet, but it's also 10 episodes. So Nice. That's the yeah. one that just wrapped up, right? Yeah, I just finished like a few months ago, so I don't know if it's going to go instantly, like nah, probably not probably on not. there or what. But yeah, um, and then I also watched a few stand-up comedy specials in the middle of the week, just to because I haven't seen. I used to watch them all the time, and then like I did yeah. my live stream the other night and uh, threw a couple on in the background. So I listened to Inside by Bo Burnham, which I was laughing at, and then uh, I did Paper Tiger by Bill Burr. Nice. Guy's That's like, a good stand-up. That guy's like fucking crazy, dude. That guy says yeah. some fucking shit, man. Like, I don't always agree with the shit he's saying, but god damn, he's so funny. He's just... Yeah. 
Yeah, he just it's just his delivery and the way he says things and stuff. It, it just it makes you laugh, even if it's kind of like shocking or whatever. But I'm not the type of person to get offended by something somebody's saying. So like, ah, I might not agree with them. To me, it, see, to me, that's the the part that's offensive is what makes it funny to me. But it's just no, like, I agree. But I'm saying like, if, if I don't agree with something somebody's saying, I'm not like offended by it. Where I'm like, oh, he shouldn't be able to say that. I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. It's funny. My rule with comedy is that everything's on the table. Yeah, totally. Because that's to why it's comedy. It's like it's not about what can you make funny and what you can't make funny. It's like it's just like you can make people see things in different ways if you can make them laugh. Totally. Do you know what I mean? And it's like if you can like get to somebody through laughter, like yeah. I don't know. I feel like just like the power of laughter is like it sounds totally. super super corny, but honestly, like it's just like it's such a huge thing, right? Well, I think that's that's just. It makes us human. Everybody can laugh at something, yep. right? Like, it's one thing everybody shares. So if you can make somebody laugh, then, like, I think that room just gets lighter. It's the same as going to see a comedy movie in theaters, right? Like, yeah, so good. Watching a comedy movie alone and then watching a comedy in a group setting where everybody's laughing and having a good time, it just makes it that much funnier. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. But... Um, no, I, I, I love stand-up. I haven't watched much stand-up lately, but... Um, yeah, me neither. It was the first couple I did. I did that, and I did... Uh, and then I put on uh, Tom Segura, too. Uh, ball yeah. Nice. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully once things start opening up again, we get a bunch of new specials, but... Mm-hmm. I have tickets to see Bill Burr in June. Hopefully he still comes. That'd be great. I mean, uh, I've had Rage Against the Machine tickets for two years now, and they just delayed it again. So, I don't even. I've they had, didn't even give us a new date. I've had Eliza Shue, whatever her name is, that feminist stand-up comedian on Netflix. She's pretty funny, but uh, yeah. Kate really, Kate really likes her. We've had tickets that have been delayed like four times. <laughs> yeah, this is the third or fourth time it's been delayed, and it was supposed to be October, and then she, now she just had a baby, so now it's all everything's pushed off. Yeah, they didn't even give us a new date. There's like this. The show has now been delayed. I'm like, okay, well. I've always got I, mean, a new I, I always get a new date, but it's always like a year away. Yeah, well, that and like, I mean, I, we always said like it will be shocking if Rage finishes this entire tour because notoriously, like, they just don't get really along with Zach and so on and so forth. And um, now that's been delayed two years. I'm like, who knows? Maybe they hate each other again. Maybe yeah. they're working on a new album. Like, who the hell knows what they're doing? Like, yeah, yeah. I have a zero faith that this that I'm ever going to get to see this show, but like I don't want to get a ticket refund because we'll never get tickets again. So if it actually happens, I'll be mad if I don't get to go. I'd say it's worth hanging on to. And yeah, but they were I think they were like two hundred dollars tickets. So yeah, but I mean, in worst case scenario, at least you know you'll have that back if they don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, it's a, it's annoying. It's been two years of them delaying the show. I'm like, oh, whatever. At this point, just make it like July 2027, and that's safe. It's a nice little semi-subtopic we could talk about. Like, there's a company, this company, Mafex, that makes action figures, and they're like yeah. my favorite. They're my favorite, but sure. they like solicit them, and you can pre-order them like a year in advance, and then they end up being like they're notoriously late every time. So it's like you wait a year to when it's supposed to come out, and then you end up waiting like six to eight to even a year. Like Mando, Mandalorian from Star Wars. Uh, he came out, he was a year delayed. So I I pre-ordered him two years prior to when I got him. That's crazy. 
And I was just like, and my biggest frustration is is exact. It's like they they backtrack like a month, but instead of backtrack, like it's like you know you're gonna be late. So it's like, why don't you yeah. just like backtrack like six months? So that way, right. every month you don't get my hopes up, and then I get the email that says, "Oh, it's delayed till next month now." And it's yeah. like, like I have a Captain America from Endgame, and it's like the like balls to the wall version like it's got everything from like every from endgame you could do anything with he's got the hammer and he's got like 10 different sets of hands and whatever and all these different faces and yeah and uh i i pre-ordered it like the same thing like almost two years ago it was supposed to come out last march and now it's delayed to february and i'm just like by the time i actually get this thing like I, I'm not excited for it anymore. I'm yeah, more angry totally. than any yeah. than anything else. And it's like, and don't get me wrong, like they almost always deliver. But it's like yeah. I've had some where like, you know, Mando, like I didn't think Mando was as like when I got it, I was like, this was not worth the wait. Yeah. I mean I mean you see it with movies and games too. Like I mean, look at uh fucking uh Morbius. I mean, it's been delayed for like three years, it's delayed seven times. Like at some point, stop putting a date on something. Like, just say, like, we'll give you a date when we know when it's coming right. out because yeah. you're just getting people's hopes up and then all letting them. And maybe not with Morbius because I don't think anybody's excited for Morbius. But like, <laughs> you know, I, I I just I hate that kind of thing too. And like, um, we were talking last week a little bit and um, about how Disney could like buy Hasbro yeah, or whatever, to, right? And like this week, I don't know if you've seen, but Microsoft bought Activision. For almost seventy billion dollars, that's insane. And it's the same thing with them, right? It's like they can buy anything they want; they can make anything they want. So why are the, why doesn't somebody just buy this toy company and say like, "Hey, we're going to give you the budget so that you can actually make the thing you're going to make and get it out on time, so that you're not pissing off all your customers every right. single time you launch a new toy." I don't get it. I know, me neither. Or why don't they just say, hey, we're, we're taking funding in to make this toy. If you want to pre-order it, pre-order it. When we know it's ready, we'll give you a date. Yeah. I, it's it's super frustrating. And it's funny because I, I think you probably saw that brown suit Wolverine that I posted that I got. That I got. So that, yeah. is, that is a Mafex figure. That's that company. And it's like nice. I ended up, I ended up uh, like skipping on it when it came out, when it pre-ordered because when it came up, I was at the point where I was so pissed with the company that I was like, I don't want to give them any more money. Like seriously. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because because exactly. I know because I know that they're never gonna ship on time, I always pay for them up front. Yeah. So so the issue for that is like now I'm waiting, but it's like at least when it ships, I don't have to pay for it because they're expensive. They're like 120 bucks a pop. So Right. But that's what I mean, right? It's like the only way these companies will ever understand is if you speak with your wallet. But if you like their toys and how do you put speak with your wallet? Yeah, I yeah. can't. They're seriously some of the best figures like in my collection. So it's like, I get it, but it's just like I wish they would just not. Because to me, like it's less about the wait for two years and more about that you get me excited every month for two years, sure. only to oh. let me down at the end of the yeah. month and give me another month delay. It's pretty annoying. This dog is driving me insane. Check out what I got today. Oh, yeah. I've seen you post those. Those are sweet, man. Cool, eh? Yeah. You could make a total, like, really awesome wall of those whole things. That's what I'm going to do. I'm slowly... He char- his, he doesn't charge that much, so I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, 
I have a Snake Man, I have a Guts Man, and I have a Proto Man. I'm going to do a bunch of Mega Man villains. You need Rush. I'll do Rush eventually. I have the, I like the bad guys way better than I like Mega Man. Sucks oh, yeah. Oh, ever that's made, the bad guys are the, the best part of Mega Man. Yeah. Every time yeah. I ever start a Mega Man toy line, it's like they'll make three Mega Mans, and then it fails, and then we never get bad guys. I think only yeah. one company has made a bad guy. One per, one company made Cut Man, and that was it. That's a bummer, because, yeah, all the Like, if you made even just the first six games, all the villains, there's, like, what? Like, there's eight per, eight per game, right? except, except the first, the first one. Six. Six. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, 40, 46? Basic math. I am not good at it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, almost 50 toys right off the bat, right there. You could do a whole line right there. Boom, done. If I ever buy a 3D printer, like if I ever get into that side of it and I can yeah. print those kind of things with ease, I am going to make a line of Mega Man bad guys because it would be super easy. There's none of them that are like really design wise no. difficult. Right. If you could just get that basic Mega Man body, you could just swap out a new head and a couple printed parts and like you could do a whole army of them super fucking quick. How much is a 3D printer? They're not expensive. That's not no? an issue. The, the, no, the, I didn't the actually know like are they like. A grand? I have no idea. Yeah, they're they're very reasonable. I think you can get like a good three D printer for probably about six hundred bucks, and that might even be like it might not even be that. It might that may not even be that much. It's gone down drastically over the last five years. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I I, I wouldn't know how to even do any of that stuff, but it, it looks cool. It's awesome. Yeah, I've seen my friends like some of my friends dabble in it, and I see that they. Um, you know, some of them like excel quicker at it than others, obviously. But sure, sure, of course. But like that's what they use in the industry. So anybody who's serious about trying to get into the toy industry, like they don't do it traditionally anymore. It just it doesn't make sense. Like, right. You know, I have yeah, a friend. Yeah, if you're not really good at it, it probably speed up your process too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I have a friend who like he was a traditional. He's our age and like or my age, I guess. And like he's a traditional sculptor and he started to get an opportunity to work with one of our like the bigger toy companies and like he he they would one they would accept the the hand sculpted one but what would happen is they'd be like okay we we need this 20 percent bigger so now he has to like start again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know so he's like it doesn't make any sense he's like i could spend two two to three weeks like re-sculpting a piece or if it was digital i could just press one button and then it does it and it's done yeah yeah you know yeah so that makes like, a lot of sense yeah and then you get you know your exact specifications of what you want to do and yeah yeah, yeah. and then you Instead can get like, of, crazy and do it like you could get like a scanner so i can i have a friend who bought a scanner so like yeah. i could scan this figure put it into the 3d thing and then add shit to it and then print the things i added and it would fit perfectly when i took it off the printer or maybe not that's perfectly awesome. but like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah close enough that you could work with it that's really cool <laughs> fucking nuts man yeah you should do it man and i also got this this week too today yeah that's really cool too it's a pizza monster from the ninja turtles yeah that's awesome man you got so much ninja turtle shit now it's it's, it's dope. I, know. I was just saying to my friends i th- it's like i think it's the um shelf of mine that's grown the most in the last in 2021 yeah for sure they are right there yeah that's the whole shelf is ninja turtles and my next switch is going to be a shelf and a half so 
crazy, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we nuts. still can't get a new Ninja Turtles movie. I don't understand it. It's going to be there soon. What up, D? Yeah. Hostile CC here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I love the Ninja Turtles toys. They're so fucking fun. They're the best. I wish they'd bring back that animated series, too, like the original. That'd be cool. I would love like, to. I mean, the thing put is, it on is the like, Disney put it, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd be, I'd be down with that for sure. Well, I think we're gonna get something. I don't know if it's gonna be live action or what, but I, I think Seth Seth Rogen is, is doing a Ninja Turtles thing with I think Kevin Eastman's involved too. It's like that's one of the creators. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're getting everything now, so I, I shouldn't yeah. be surprised that it's coming yeah, at some point. Totally. But, totally. Um, yeah. True. Anyway, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. What do you think? Over here? Hmm. I um uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean I didn't dislike it. I just thought I it was like it you what? It wasn't perfect. I, I didn't dislike it either, but it wasn't perfect or it wasn't great. You know, there was things I liked about it, but again I felt like we spent way too much time in flashbacks again. It's like and oh. like again, I, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. I'm just not really sure if it's landing with me. And there's like there's a lot of stuff in this that like yeah so d just made a comment is boba still getting his butt kicked honestly that is this series has made him such a pussy like i hate to say it but it's just like well not just that but like he's not doing anything you would expect him to do like he's not using a jetpack really he's not like assassinating people or like doing anything of value like even in this episode he basically like he was just like, I don't know how to break into uh, Jabba's palace. And it, like, Fennec Shan did all the work. And it's like, she's the one that sent the orb in to like, see all how many dudes yeah. are in there. Like, she was the one kicking ass outside the ship while he's sitting inside the ship, like, getting it ready to take off. And I'm like, dude, like, he's not doing anything. Like, yeah, he's getting I... all these hundred guns in, like, I, you know, later in the story, he's like, oh, we need to make an army. And I'm like, you're fucking supposed to be a bounty hunter. What the hell are you doing? Like, you haven't done anything. Like, I get not wanting to be... I get wanting to drop the bounty hunter bit. Like, obviously... Because the thing is, is, like, the one thing I feel like they've done a good job with is, like, kind of set, like, this theme of, like, redemption... Not... Maybe not redemption, but, like, you know, like, progress. Like, you know, wanting to move ahead with the character, which, like, I get. But also, it's, like... You're a crime lord. Like you're a crime lord overseeing right. a, a crime criminal, like terror like a heavy criminal activity territory. And like you're a softy. Like we spent more time in this series with both of that, like, oh, little Bantha, run off and make Bantha babies. What? Like, <laughs> like what? Like, we spend more time with that kind of shit, with him and his rancor and all that stuff, yeah. than we have seeing him be a, like, total serious badass, right? And it's like, yeah, like, I get yeah. the idea that they're going for, but I'm just, it's really not landing for me. I shouldn't say as a whole, because honestly, like, there are tons of things about this that I really like. Yeah. Um, but, but like, th like, this episode in particular, there was, like, three or four times where, like, either him being, like, a wimp like kind of took took me out of the this like the show or like again elements like remember we talked about the biker gang last week and like how they kind of took us out of the episode so it's like that whole thing i mean i can 
you should talk first because I'll get right into this part. There's a few yeah, well, uh, hostile in the chat says, "Imagine that's the twist. He actually sucks, and he took credit <laughs> for all the people kills. And it very well could be that. Like that could be a twist where he never actually killed anybody. He just had <laughs> took his dad's armor and like pieced out, and everybody thought he was a badass or whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Like, I think I think it's a kind of a mess of a show. I really don't understand. Um, I love Star Wars, and like I love." I loved being back in the universe after like a year of getting basically nothing. And I was really yeah. high on the first episode and there's elements I love of seeing like things are bringing back, but it does really start feeling like it's just a member berries series where it's just like how many elements from the original trilogy can we bring back and say, Hey, remember this, remember the Rancor, remember the Starlack, remember, you know, the, the barge that Jabba was on. Remember, you know, uh, the whatever trans-oceans like, and the hammerheads and max rebo right. and the max rebo, like, yeah like all that stuff it's just like it's just constantly pointing it out and i'm like okay but move the story forward at some point we're four episodes into the series and we've gotten maybe 15 minutes of new footage like moving the story forward it's all flashbacks and it's yeah. like the flashbacks could have been done in the first yeah. episode sequentially yes. in one like one hour episode you could have gave us that whole story of like right. how yeah, you got to that point and then second episode you're moving the story forward instead it's like here's five minutes of new footage and now he's going and, back and in his, 30, uh, 35 minutes of flashbacks right back in his tank and here's 35 minutes of flashbacks and it's like yeah. i don't understand why they chose to tell the story this way in this order um i i, I don't know I, it's it's just not hitting the way I hoped it would. And unless these last three episodes are like really badass, where he's, you know, flying around and sniping people and, you know, using a lot of his like techie stuff, I, I just don't, I don't understand what they're trying to achieve out of this. Me neither. It's funny because it's like that first scene where he brings Fennec to like get the droid parts. Yeah. It's like, you know, he rolls up and he sees all these people all modded out. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to like modded out humans. Cause I'm like, yeah, this but why is cool. He, this part's cool. Why is he going so cyberpunk? Like, see, but to never... me, those, that, those, that group there looked way better. Like they looked not so flashy. It looked like dirty and mangy and like it looked cool, right? Like, well, but don't, it, it but don't cool, get me wrong. It cyberpunk. It looks straight out of a cyberpunk movie. Like, if you played the video game Cyberpunk, I only played it for a few hours because the game was a fucking mess when it came out. But like, or like uh, Blade Runner or any of that stuff, like it's straight out of there. People are getting modded. Like they've never shown really, as far as I'm aware. I mean, maybe in the books or the the animated series of like all these people with all this like tech on them and stuff. I'm like, yeah, Vader got a new hand or a new body or like you know Luke replaced his hand or whatever. But like it was never like that where they're gotten fucking eye pieces and like. Like, all this shit, I'm like, this is, I don't know, kind of out of nowhere. It just doesn't feel like it fits in Star Wars. See, to me, the description of what you just said fits into Star Wars perfectly. In a world where everything is possible and there's every type of alien and human, wouldn't it make sense that a group of people, of humanoid people, could enhance themselves using droid parts? Like, to me, that seems completely legit and logical. But it's just like the biker gang, I feel like like doesn't really look like they fit in because the droid parts that they like everything's like super shiny and crispy and like 
whereas the the characters we see in this opening scene here are like a bit more like dingy and dirty and like to me felt more star wars not the guy who actually did it with the yellow dreads that guy felt out of place and like that whole scene to me felt out of place with the tempo yes, music and stuff i was like that was another moment where it took me out i'm like already, that's what I'm talking already. about yeah yeah i like I, I, I like the idea but that that whole scene that was like the you know minute long scene with her like again like it just it it took me right out of what i was watching and i was just like mm, i don't know it would be interesting if they would have set it up as like the jawas or something like that they're picking up all these droid pieces and broken down ships out in the desert so that they can do these like selling them to these people so they can mod out people <laughs> you know it looked like old tech being reused but it just it didn't look like that to me it looked very like shiny and new and like yeah the the place where they're doing it kind of looked like a tattoo parlor or something along those lines but yeah, i assume that's what they were going for yeah but like the mood didn't really set right like the, the it was too like neon and like the, the it's got this like i don't know like dubstep almost like music going on or something and just like this doesn't fit the no. universe at all like the music is um, what took me away so yeah i i don't know I, I love the idea of like this is how like i mean obviously vader got all his fucking limbs chopped off and shit and fucking you know they rebuilt him and gave him an oxygen tank and all that stuff but it just didn't fit the show for me it was just like uh this is weird i don't know yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. It was like I said, there were some cool, some cool scenes and stuff. But I thought like uh, there was too much of too much this week that seemed weird and and seemed like out of character from the character we had just seen for the last three episodes. Even like you yeah. know, you know, like it's uh, you know, even when he like he's when they get into Boba's uh, when they get into Jabba's palace and they get into the kitchen there and that rat catcher droid comes up or whatever and he picks it up and he's just like what does he say he's like um do you know who oh, i am do you know who i am <laughs> it's like I'm Boba dude Boba. you're fucking talking to a, a fucking rat cleaning droid like like you look yeah. like a fucking loser dude it's not even just that like it felt too disney in that and it felt like an animated disney movie like ratatouille or like beauty and the beast or something in there where it's like He's got like a chopping board and he's going crazy and he's got the boiling pot coming over and everything. I'm that like, part I actually didn't mind because I was like, that's super General Grievous style, like with the. Right. And that's what I think they were going for was General Grievous with his arms all rotating. He's got four arms and everything like that. But then, I mean, he just walks up behind him, slits his throat. That's the end of the fight. I'm like, how awesome would it have been if we got a really cool fight in there with this thing? Like, I don't know. I know it's just a chef bot or whatever, but like, Again, it just feels like missed opportunities of making making a bounty hunter look like an actual legitimate threat. Like they've never given him any reason to. Be, he got his ass beat in almost every episode so far. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I mean, it's it yeah. seems like yeah, it seems like they're going backwards. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I like I liked the little rat droid. I was like, oh, he's cute. Like he said, it's know, like, like the Little Mermaid with with uh, Sebastian running from the chef. Exactly. Exactly what I had in my head. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the little droid was cute and everything, but again, yeah, threatening a droid. Why would this droid have any idea who you are? Yeah, his job, and, his life, has been living in a palace where he's trying to kill rats. And like he would know that. He would know that. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah, it's just weird. I, it's, it's like it's 
he just seems so like not the character that he's supposed to be, I guess. I mean, again, I guess they're trying to change the pers- I don't I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to get out of this, honestly. Like they, this whole series has set up Fennec as the actual threat, the actual badass in the show. And he's just the dude that's like, I'm gonna run this town. Well, you've done nothing so far. You're not being a villain in any way because you're like not killing people or whatever, but you're running a crime syndicate. But then when people actually need you to do like scummy shit, like the dude that's selling water overpriced or whatever, you're the good guy. It's like, who are you? What are you trying to achieve? Why yeah. why do you like the last episode too? When uh, the huts are there, they're like, oh, we don't even care about this fucking Sandy Rock anyway. And I'm like, okay, then what is Baba here for? What does he want out of this? <laughs> it was, was low hanging fruit. He could just go in I and guess, take over. But like, so you just want to retire to this like sandy desert and just chill and, and hopefully be rich to do nothing? Like, what and is his end goal? Because even when he gets to enjoy it, remember that time when they're sitting at the table with all that food and he's like, fuck this food. I don't fucking want to just sit yeah. here and do nothing. It's like, okay, but you don't, when you go out, you don't do anything either. <laughs> right. You just fucking do like it. like a 90 year old man that's like filthy rich and he's like, it's like Mr. Burns almost. Like, it's like, oh, I got this whole dinner, uh, this whole mansion, this whole table of food and like, ah, I'm miserable still. It's not good enough. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know what his end goal is. If he, if he had some kind of journey he was going on, or he was like, oh, I need to you know make money so I can rebuy my ship, or make money so I can rebuy my armor, and then I'm gonna get back out there and hunt down X because he betrayed me in the past or whatever. If that was a storyline, I'd be like, okay, it kind of makes sense that he wants to build up power and wealth so that he can get back out there and get revenge. But they've just not shown any of that. Well, it's just, it's weird because it seems like all of the Disney shows so far are like, this episode episode is this mission. Go and see this person. You'll get this. And then you get there and you do that. And we're like, oh my God, we have to go see this person. And the next right. episode is that. Now we're going to see. And then this yeah, one is like, quick. we're four episodes in. And like, we have a semi-vague idea of like, what's going on. Yeah. And that's it. Like. There's only three left episodes left. We're done more than half the series. Isn't it seven or is it no? I say that I feel like the, the flashbacks have to be done, but it's like, I felt like that after the last episode. And then I'm like, we spent 30 minutes on fucking flashbacks this week. Yep. I, 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 I'm, if they're not done, I'm going to flip out. Like, it's just hard because like you said earlier, it's like, it's so hard to enjoy the story because it feels like it doesn't go anywhere. It's like, how many? Uh, seven episodes. Yeah. So three more episodes, and we've yeah. got zero story basically so far. We know that he's on the planet and he's chilling and he wants to be the crime lord. That's basically it. And he's got a bunch of other crime lords in the area that he's trying to team up with, but none of them trust him. And now I assume he's got uh, Chrysanthemum and and Fennec on his team. Fennec and Chrysanthemum are the two things that are, like, making me like this show. Well, even, like, Chrysanthemum, like, I like that whole fight in the, in the, um... Me too, it was so great. But, like, again, like, I don't know what it was supposed to achieve. Like, we didn't know why he wanted to, or like, maybe I missed it. He didn't, why he wanted he didn't, to he didn't have to. What it achieved was that he he's a badass, up, but, like, why did he want to beat up these lizard people? What did they do to him? 
Oh, in this one. Oh, yeah. Well, that's you don't know the history. So in in Star Wars lore, the Trandoshans enslaved the Wookiees and made them fight. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he like obviously has some unresolved, some unresolved uh, anger there, which that makes more sense. But like, I don't know. Are we supposed to like him? Are we supposed to fear him? Is he a hero? Is he a villain? I know he's just like a bounty hunter, but like, why is Boba Fett hiring him if he's supposed to be this? Good guy. I don't know. I, I just feel I like he's supposed to be a good guy. I think that kind of shows that he's like, I don't need you to pay for my fucking drinks. I'm going to take this motherfucker out. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. I think uh, I, don't know. I I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. The whole show so far. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I I'm still enjoying it in piece. Like there's pieces of it that I like. Like and there's things that and don't get me wrong. Like I like that I get to hear what happened to Boba Fett. I think that the story they're adding to his characters is really good. It is. I just, I just, it's the way it's presented is like, I'm struck, you know, it was a lot at the beginning, but I was like, okay, this is just gonna, these flashbacks are gonna just get shorter and shorter as we kind of move along. I just, they just, they have to, but yeah. it's like, and now we're halfway through and like, you know, again, like with the flashbacks and I just, yeah, it, it makes it super hard to really get into because I'm just repeating myself, but you yeah. know we're four episodes in, and we don't we don't even really know anything that's currently happening. Yeah, it reminds just, me of like kind of what they were trying to do, like with Lost. Um, that's a huge Lost fan. Like every episode, I mean, there was like what twenty different characters on the show, right, or fifteen or whatever main characters. But every episode would focus on the backstory of one of the characters, so it'd be like. This is a Kate episode. This is a Sawyer episode, so on and so forth throughout the cast. And you'd get like little snippets of stuff that happened in their past and how they ended up on the island. So for like the first three seasons, it would tell you a story that was spread out through the episode in like five minute scenes, basically of like, here's 10 minutes on the island. Here's a five minute scene of Kate before she got to the island and what she was doing and so on and so forth. And it feels like they kind of were trying to do that is like, Oh, here's what's happening in the in, in the present day, and here's a flashback of how we got to this point. But it's so uneven. It's like ninety percent flashback, ten percent present day, even less sometimes. And it's just not well. Whoever directed it or whoever wrote the story for it needed to figure out a better way to present the series. And like I said, it should have been the first episode should have been all flashback. Here's an hour of flashback, or here's an hour and a half of flashback. Whatever it is, you can make yeah. the episodes as long as they want, and get that out of the way and then here is the story we're trying to tell of where Boba Fett is now and yeah. we just have not gotten that at all and yeah there is elements I love I love you know I love seeing a Raycor again I love seeing yeah, him you know, in the ship fucking in the Sarlacc pit the Sarlacc's fucking tentacles coming out and all that shit I'm like yeah. it's cool it, it does give me you know the feelings of nostalgia from when I was a kid and going like that thing's crazy that thing's creepy whatever but it's just not moving the needle in a, in any real way for me at this point. Like, I'm just kind of disappointed. I wish it was doing more. Easy to read name says the show would have been better if the story was linear rather than flipping between time all the time. Yeah, yeah that's we agree. Definitely. Yeah. So I, uh, at first, I didn't find I, I, the first couple episodes. I was like, okay, I get it. But yeah, as we moved along, I was like, all right, let's wrap this up. Like, let's get moving here. Yeah, it's very fetch questy, and it's very like, hey, go here to do this. Okay, now you need to go here to do this. Okay, now you need to go here to. And it's just like, all right, but we're not getting any story. It's just 
it's just going around in circles at this point. And yeah, I don't know. I hope it leads to something. Is, we are getting good scenery at least because I will say that that scene where we get, uh, well, it's not the slave one anymore. The fire shooter ship or whatever the fuck. I can't remember what it's called. It's not good. Like, I get wanting to switch from Slave 1. Sure, I guess. I guess. I mean, it's a bit much, but I Fire Spray 31. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whatever that is. But I'm not really a fan of that. But That's a bad um, name. It's a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. Should have called it the Phoenix Slayer. Anyway, uh, that whole scene with that and the... That's better. I know it is. Anything is better. (laughs) You could have honestly called it Bubbly... And it had it sponsored on the side of the ship, and it's better than fucking whatever I called it. Fire spray. Fire spray is a Fire terrible sp- thing. It's not good. It's really bad. So, um, yeah, but that scene where he goes to the Sarlacc pit was pretty cool, although confusing because I'm like, dude, you got out of the Sarlacc pit with your armor on, and then it got taken off. We all saw that shit in the fucking 40 minutes of flashbacks that we've been watching, remember? <laughs> I thought that too. I, I, yeah. I didn't go back and rewatch it, but I was like, didn't he leave with his armor on? And then I was like, oh, he, he must have like armor on. The, and like, the Jawas knocked him out with their their guns. They, they like, <laughs> yeah. So maybe he just doesn't remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm sure getting out of the Starlight probably took everything to get out. So, sure. but like, yeah. But so what? The next episode is going to be him hunting down the Jawas as soul as armor. Is it is are we going to spend the whole episode on a flashback figuring out how well, we, how we found out about the Jawas because he's got to figure out it was the Jawas first, right? So now the next episode he's hunting down information about where his armor could be and they go, hey, uh, whatever name you want to give to a Jawa, uh, yeah, his ship he's got all kinds of armor on it. So then he has to hunt down their little fucking cruiser. And then yep. he gets in there, and we're going to get a 20-minute scene of him trying to break into this thing and, and shooting Jawas in the head and, and whatever. And then there's going to be a droid on it, and there's going to be a fight, and, you know, boom. And then he's got his armor back, and then he's like, yeah, but you don't know how this armor was made. So then episode six is all about how the armor actually got made. It's a flashback to the armor originally being made, which flashes back to his father making the armor, which flashes back to how his father had a kid. There's no way there's no way we're getting through this without getting a flashback of him as a kid. They've been doing so much of that, like little bits here and there. It's we're for sure getting that. Maybe not a big one, but there's no way that we're not gonna spend just a little bit of time with Boba and uh and his father. There's no way. Yeah, I I, I would be shocked if that didn't end the series or like him having come peace to that whole thing or I don't know. Um like like even that rumor of him meeting Han, it's like, like in this, like kind of to finish it off or whatever. Like, I just I can't imagine why that would need to happen. Like it's just it's, yeah. I, I feel like it's just even further watering down this character, and it's just it's yeah. I mean, to me, I don't really care because like I mean, I'm not a Boba. I was never a Boba fan. Like I guess I saw the appeal, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know. He's fine. I always thought Vader I was. I remember a kid at school saying like his favorite character was Boba Fett and I was always so confused by that and I was like I must have missed something in these original movies like why how could this this character be somebody's favorite but then when I rewatched it I was like okay he has badass armor but he's in the movie for four minutes but he plays a pivotal part like 
it's funny because it's easy to write it off because he's not in it for long. But I mean, he's the one who he's the one who basically puts Han into carbonite. And, I mean, I know it's that Vader's kind of demand, but like it's his doing that he gets them there, right? So yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I mean, I I I would be shocked if this this doesn't have some kind of. Um, Vader cameo too, or something along those lines of like why he was working for Vader. Like, I would be surprised if that's not mentioned at all. I also think like they have to tie this into the Mandalorian somehow by the end of the series. So like, well, didn't you hear his music at the at the end? Did you notice that? I didn't notice it. No. So the Mandalorian music play when she's like, "We're gonna," she's like, "Remember when at the end she's like, uh, oh, we oh, got lots right. of money. I did. Yeah. And then afterwards right. it was like, woo, woo. <laughs> so then to me. Yeah, you're right. I did hear that. I just didn't even pick up on it. Um, you'd have to think that then, okay, they go to recruit, recruit the Mandalorian. He goes, oh, uh, Grogu's been taken. I need your help to go get Grogu. And then they have that that whole thing is what kind of ends this series or something along the lines of them. Or it's like, okay, I'll help you get Grogu, but first you have to help me with taking over this fucking crime syndicate. So they use they do have a whole thing like that, and then that sets up Mandalorian season three of whatever yeah. they got to do. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that we're not seeing Din in this. Like it, it's yeah. definitely going to happen. Whether it's next one or at the end, it's definitely going to happen. Well, going by the trend of Disney, I assume it's going to be the last episode. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be next episode, and that'd be cool. But the thing is, is if if Harrison Ford is actually expected to show up, if that actually it does pan out that is going to have to absolutely cap the series off. There's no way, like, you can't put that in episode six and then finish on something different. Like, that's going to be the talk, right? It's just like Luke. If you put Luke in Mandalorian, like, yeah. episode episode five, and then, like, you go another three episodes or, or, or issues or whatever. And what? Do we think Han's going to show up to kill Boba Fett? I, I don't... The thing is, is like I I can't comprehend why we would need to see the two of them together at that time, like, you know. Han well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what other possible reason would it be that Harrison Ford or Han Solo, whatever, is is like back and he's like the one person that fucked me over in my life that like I didn't get you know didn't get his comeuppance is is Boba Fett, and I'm gonna fucking go over there and murder him or shoot him. You or guys whatever. probably go and realize that he's like done all got lived through all this shit, and then they'll be like, we should be friends. It's like, yeah, because that's how it would have really went down. But also, I mean, Harrison Ford's fucking like 75. Yeah. Can we stop putting in, in things? Yeah, I, we're I, good. The guy's class is playing like five times. Like, I don't understand. He's he's clearly not in great shape if he's fucking walk, crashing every plane he owns. I, I don't get it. Like, like, don't, again, don't get me wrong, because I like, I love that kind of stuff generally, but it's just like, yeah, the show's not really painting Boba to me in like a. He's not really holding up to what everybody who I've ever heard before be like. Man, Boba's so sick. Like I just yeah. because I've never been a Boba fan, like this isn't really like helping. It's not like like it's making him like super watered down, right? It's just. Yeah. So, uh, easy to read. Names said uh, he'll be back just so people can at the end be like, "Oh, that show was awesome" because Harrison Ford showed up at the end and it's like. <laughs> I kind of feel like that is kind of the intent is as much as I loved um, Mandalorian, like it did feel like the Luke thing was like very 
not needed in any real way. I agree. It would have even if that didn't happen, it would have ended awesome. Like it would have been great. Yeah. But but like, that's, the, like that that's just, the difference though, is like you can put Luke in there and like it it makes sense because at that timing, in that timeline, Luke's right. alive and rebuilding the Jedi at that time. So it makes perfect sense for him to take on someone like Grogu. hundred percent. You know, whereas like Han, the- like it just doesn't really I don't know. Like I just it feels so forced, that's all. It does. But maybe we get imagine, imagine. imagine they make up, they make up their friends and they're like standing on like this nice mountain with this serene view or whatever and then they make up and then when they turn around, Han like flicks his jetpack and he like flies off the thing and like blows up. It'd be cool. I mean, I I think almost 100% if Han shows up that we're getting a Chewbacca and Chrysanthemum flight. Mm, That'd be great. They've fought in in the comics lots, so we're not lots, but I don't know how they would. Easy to read name says Han appears by crashing his helicopter into Boba's palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not my favorite series. I, I think it's fine. I love seeing Star Wars. I love the nostalgia. I just wish it was doing more and moving the story forward more. And it's not. And maybe the last three episodes will totally change our minds. And we'll be like, yeah. those That's last three episodes were badass. And... You know, they, they they wasted some time in the you know beginning, but it finished well. And I hope that's the case. But as of right now, like I'd give the series like six and a half or seven. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably where I'm I'm landing too. And it's yeah, not, like I said, it's, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. I, I like a lot of the things they're doing here. It's just there's a few things that just seem weird to me. Then I just yeah. it's enough to like throw me off. It's enough to be like isn't this supposed to be uh, the book of Boba Fett? Isn't this supposed to be yeah. showing me the non-Boba Fett fan why all the Boba Fett hardcores are like, this guy is the fucking king. And I'm like but watching him get his ass thrown around in fucking little tidy whities and fucking his fan or like stabbing Black well, like with him. these little laser knives. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. But like, I think that's why Rogue One was so good too, right? Is like, the end, wrote, uh, the end of Rogue One when Vader shows up and you're finally seeing Vader just wreck fucking house yep. on that shit. That's, and that it's like, scene is one of my favorite scenes of all Star Wars. Same, totally. I totally feel the same way. When, I didn't, I didn't know that was coming. I didn't expect Weird. it. And like when they that started, I was like, holy shit! Like we're finally getting this badass Vader scene. And like if you watch the original trilogy. Vader doesn't do shit in 90% of that, you know, like, really, he has a couple okay lightsaber fights with Luke, but, like, it's not really, like, a lightsaber fight like we got in the prequels, yes. where it's like, oh, this is, like, fucking ninjas flipping around and doing crazy shit. Like, it's, like, old men fucking doing this. Like, and then you see Vader actually using, like, the Force and fucking choking out people and all that shit in Rogue One. It's like, oh, shit, like, this is awesome. If Boba Fett doesn't get that by the end of this series, like I don't know what they were thinking. Why would you even do this show then? I agree. You should have made a Boba Fett movie for two hours that showed how he ended up in the Mandalorian and the time before like, between six and Mandalorian or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. So I'm I'm yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. And you know, I've said this so many times, both about the MCU and about Star Wars like 
I love I love big universes. I love cinematic universes, particularly when they take the time to make it make sense. You know what I mean? And it's like, I do feel that both Star Wars and Marvel, for the most part, take the time to make it work, you know, given given the circumstances. Um, so, like, I'll always appreciate any content we get in that universe. It doesn't all have to be 10 out of 10 for me, but it's just like, yeah, there, I feel like there's just, a, they're leaving a lot of good opportunities on the table. So, yeah. unless this pans out to be something so unpredictably cool like i'm just i'm not sure like i just don't yeah not, yeah i totally agree with you and uh easy renames again in the chat says do you think we could have gotten a boba fett movie made by the writer of and director of logan and that would have been awesome like i really think this could have been like i know it's kind of weird but maybe not even a star wars movie but like a disney plus star wars movie yeah of like here is a two-hour Boba Fett movie. It's not going to theaters. It's, it's exclusive to Disney Plus, and yeah, it's just like a two-hour movie of like what happened after Episode Six, and like it could have been way badass of him, you know, fucking being a badass. But I don't know. I uh, I don't know. It does. It does feel a little too family-friendly at times. It does feel very aimed at children a lot, and. I don't know. Nothing about it so far is like blowing me out of the water. I do like, like I said, I like, I like the nostalgia of it, but yeah. it's just. I think, we'll I think they do fan service well, but it's just like when you, it's like what happened earlier. Like when we stood back and like really like listed off what was all there, it's like, man, there's more fan service in this than there is any progression in story. Like it's just. It's exactly the Star It's exactly episode seven with, with South Park said about episode seven is just remember this remember that remember this yep. remember that i loved episode seven but yes that whole movie was just a remake yeah. of, of a new hope so episode seven was it. great I because i was just wanting new star wars and it hit totally. that nostalgia button so well but then like yep. episode eight i was like mm, i feel like this was written yep. by somebody who doesn't even watch star wars i feel like a lot of the characters are doing things i would never expect them to be do like it just seems kind of weird and then episode yeah, nine was just a fucking disaster and uh yeah and that's it like i there again there's elements of prequel trilogy that i really like but there's, there's also elements a of every movie where like, I go. get that out of here Every movie that, even if the movies I hate, there's elements of them where I'm like, that looks cool, that that shot well, that, you know, this scene's okay. But then, like, overall, yeah, I hate episode eight and nine. Like, I think they're terrible movies. But there's, like, scenes of them where I'm like, that shot really cool, that looks cool. I enjoy episode, that. Like Episode eight, the scene where Ray and Kylo fight all the guards. Right. No, that's seriously such an awesome scene. It's so fucking good. It's an awesome scene. It still doesn't make much sense in the in the context of the movie, but like the scene itself, standalone, I'm like, oh, this is shot really cool, and I like seeing these characters bounce around and, and do some cool shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I They're bad movies, but um, we also should touch on before we uh, end this. Uh, did you watch the Moon Knight trailer? Oh, we didn't talk about Moon Knight. Yes, I did. It looks okay. very good. I can't wait for that show, man. That show yeah, looks man. fucking dope. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I, uh, for people that didn't know, they launched a Moon Knight trailer on Monday during Monday Night Football. Um, it's available on YouTube and everything now. It's coming out March 30th. Um, we got, like, I don't know, about a two-minute trailer, minute-and-a-half trailer in it. Yeah, it looks awesome. I, 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 I don't know. I his accent. 
I don't know much about Moon Knight at all, like as a character, but I read up a little bit this week just because I was like, oh, that trailer was really good. I want to know more. And like, man, it sounds super compelling. Like, yeah, it looks man. really good. I feel like you'll like it. That that character's pretty rich with history. He's got a lot of cool storylines. There's a lot of cool things they could do with him. So, yeah, that trailer just was awesome. I'm, I'm kind of bummed that it's only six episodes, but maybe that way we won't get much filler and it'll be like the perfect length um and that will bring us right into dr strange in may i believe if i did the math right and then hopefully Um, into obi-wan yeah well that's that's my kind of my assumption at this point is man uh boba fett ending uh moon knight starting dr strange comes out then we get another star wars thing uh, then we get um, what's what's this? Oh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder in I think July or right. I think it's July. And then maybe we get another Star Wars or another Marvel show in between that and whenever I think Black Panther is supposed to come out in November. But I have I have a feeling that movie's getting delayed. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I mean they they just shut down production again as of I think yesterday. Oh really? Um, yeah, they had a complete COVID outbreak I guess on set so. They're just shut down for another week or two, so I don't know. I um, I don't. I can't see that movie coming out this year. I have a feeling it's going to get delayed to like February. Isn't there or March rumors that Loretta Wright doesn't want to do it anymore? I don't know. I, I, I think that I heard that. From what I've I've read just briefly, like not in depth, is that that movie has been an absolute nightmare to shoot. Yeah, easy to read. Just says Black Panther Two is a cursed production. Yeah, like um. It's I hard can't remember. ultimately, no matter what you put out, nothing's going to overshadow Chadwick Boseman. So it's like, regardless of what happens with that, it's it's set to be a disappointment at the very least. Look, I I hated Black Panther yeah. 1. So I, I, can't, great. I think there's things I, I can't like see this movie that. being worse than that movie. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong. And if it is, then like, goddamn, that's a bad movie. But um, I thought the first one was absolutely garbage. I like Black Panther as a character, and I loved him in like Avengers: Infinity War and like all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I think he's a cool character, but like, I thought the movie was a mess. Um, I hope this one's great, but yeah, it's a, it's it's got a lot of fucking weight on its shoulders to replace Chadwick yeah. in any like story wise. Like, obviously, he's not being replaced acting wise, but to make it work in the story sense and um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gotten shut down. I think three separate times now. It's I have a feeling it's going to be kind of a mess of a movie, but who knows? Easy to name, easy to read. Name says I agree uh, with Chadwick Boseman's brother that they should recast Black Panther instead of never using him again. What I think is going to happen is I think we're going to get a different person playing Black Panther in Multiverse of Madness, and then eventually when this whole multiverse thing caves in on itself all of a sudden we're going to have Black Panther back and it'll be the, whoever's playing him in that. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Um, Which he just now said. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think you're wrong. I I, I don't think it's going to be a replacement. I just think it's good. They're going to do it in a way that's, um, you know, kind to Chadwick Boseman and his legacy. And also I just mean it's going to be, it's still going to be T'Challa is what I'm saying. Like it's going to, yeah, the yeah. character is going to still be T'Challa. It'll just be a different person playing him. I still think it would be way better just to bring back Michael B. Jordan somehow through the multiverse. That'd be great. 
I'd love Michael B. Jordan yeah. to be. But then again, after watching What If, I'm like, ah, that sneaky motherfucker. Can't trust him. Yeah. No. <laughs> he was kind of an asshole and not great at being a hero. So, yeah. Not great at being a hero. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very excited for Moon Knight. And yeah, that trailer just definitely. I, I did not expect that to be the first Disney Plus show we got for Marvel this year. I really like the costume. It looks really cool. I thought it looked cool too, but like apparently people were like, "Oh, it kind of looks weird." And I don't know. I love it. I love, it. It. I I love cool. that they leaned into the like ain't the ancient like Egyptian kind of stuff with like yeah, the cool. wraps around the like the mummy wrap kind of like. So yeah, no, I agree. I I love Egyptian shit. Like I was always really obsessed with Egypt as a kid, and we studied um, it in grade eight. So it's like I got into it a lot because I thought it was really interesting. So. Yeah, I think I studied in one of my grade seven or grade eight too. But um, I don't know. I just always was fascinated with the idea of like mummies and, and you know pyramids yeah. and like the weirdness of that. And um, so yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like a really compelling character to me. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Me too. Plus, I love Oscar Isaac. So yeah, Oscar Isaac's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so good. Give me um, more Oscar Isaac. What I was one of the things I was going to talk to you about really quickly was. Uh, I read earlier today that apparently the Flash movie that's coming out is going to have a three-issue comic book prequel that basically is going to like set the movie up. Apparently, that's bad. That has bad news written all over it. I was just going to say that. That means that narratively, that story is not going to make sense without a comic book that nobody's going to read outside of like the hard one percent, the one hardcore one percent of fans. That's a bad idea. Did you also hear that there's a rumor that they're going to recast they're, that they're going to do the same thing where they do um, like they're going to replace Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavill with a female Batman and a female super woman and then it'll be one gal will stay as Wonder Woman? Did you That'd be a that? bad idea too. Yeah. No, I haven't heard. Um, look, I'm all for Me too. It, it, inclusive you know, um, movies and casting and all that stuff, but like stop making this more complicated than it has to be. Agreed. Fucking make a good universe. Make a good story. Like, especially, especially because like, they should know the DC movie fans by now. Like, they should know how hardcore those people are. And like, it's like someone sat in a room knowing that and was like, what can we do to fuck these people up? Yeah. Well, I just think, too, like, I mean, the new Batman movie is apparently three hours long, which is awesome. I'm so, yeah. I mean, if I love Batman, I'll, I'll watch that all day. But if it's really, really good, I don't understand why you would not keep Robert Pattinson on and tie that into this universe that you're so intent on building. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a mistake. Like, I think they're putting so many ingredients into a pot and they're like, okay, this is not part of the DCEU. This is part of the DCEU. This is separate. This is over here. And I'm like, guys, like either make a cohesive universe or don't. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But figure out what you want to do and how you're going to do it and cast it appropriately. And maybe build the universe first before you start fucking recasting and roles. And, and yeah, it, it's just, it's way too much. Um, I don't know. Like Gal Gadot did a great job in Wonder Woman. I think she's a great Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman 1984 was a heaping hunk of shit. It was a bad movie. So 
are you sure you want to keep going down that lane? Because I don't have a lot of faith that Wonder Woman 3 is going to be any better. Yeah, I never saw the first one. I never saw any of them, so I don't know. But Watch the first one. The first one's awesome, but it's basically... Thor? I mean, honestly, it's basically Captain America, the first Avenger, just mm-hmm. with Wonder Woman instead of Captain America. Gotcha. Um, but... I liked it. I love. I love seeing Gal Gadot in anything because I think she's beautiful and like, yeah, she's an awesome actress. She's great. She's funny. She plays the character really well. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I honestly just think that 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 whole universe is just a disaster and a mess. And like, yeah, they also there was a thing today that they want to make a Joker two now. And who the fuck was it? Some actor says he wants to be a part of of that movie as a fake Joker on top of it, and I'm like, you're just making this too complicated. Like, yeah. it's already complicated with Joker. You've had like so many different people play him, and there's so many villains to choose from. You don't need to keep redoing Joker. I agree. Joker's awesome, but like, I I don't understand why you built, put Joker ten years from now in a fucking movie. William Defoe, thank you. Uh, easy to read names. William Defoe was like, yeah, I want to be a fake Joker in the new Joker movie where I'm not the Joker, but like I dress like him and I'm like, no, just stop. Just stop. I mean, he would play a good Joker, that smile. He would. Fucking those jibs. The Joker movie was awesome, but we don't need a sequel to it. It was a great standalone movie. We don't need a sequel to it. I I don't know. It's I, I really think they should wait 10, 15 years keep Robert Pattinson as as uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman and really build it out. You should like, maybe reserve term. judgment until you see it before you say that. Sure. I totally I totally agree with you. I shouldn't speak now. But I haven't seen the movie, but <laughs> let's say it's a great movie. It's like, let's build this universe out and slowly tie in Joker throughout the movies of like, he's a side character kind of fucking around, but he's not like the main villain. You have a whole cast of other villains throughout these movies. And then we get like Joker being a real threat to movie. We get Joker killing fucking um, uh, Robin and like all this shit. Like it'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, even I think that the Batman looks good and like, you know, that that's, looks so good. That's coming from a non really DC guy. So, yeah. Good. I mean, like movie looks like it looks. To me, that's the kind of like gritty, kind of like, like put your dukes up, fucking kind of thing. Yeah. It seems like he might actually be doing a little bit of like, I don't know, detective work. So like that kind of seems potentially promising as well because it doesn't seem like we've ever got that version of Batman before. We haven't. We haven't really. I mean, I guess a little bit in the original a Batman. Little. A little. But yeah, no, we've never gotten a real detective movie. We, I, they said they wanted to really focus kind of the, the um, storyline on the Riddler as like um, the Zodiac killer and I'm like that's awesome I, I love I love the Zodiac but like I love the, the story of the Zodiac like I find it super compelling I love true crime I love that it's an unsolved case there's a lot of really interesting documentaries and podcasts about it um, and to make that kind of like a detective thing of like you're kind of solving the mystery as the story goes along and I love that kind of thing in movies like mm. um so I think it would be really interesting if like they they do a really dark movie like that and um yeah I don't know I I think DC needs to fo- stay their focus on like rated R movies really gritty really dark and take that 
from Marvel's uh, bag. Like, Marvel's going to keep doing all this Disney stuff or all this, like, you know, family-oriented more stuff. Go the dark route. Keep it dark. Keep it adult. Yeah. I think it's way more interesting. Yeah, I think it's, I do think that it's, they're kind of more known for that too, right? So I think, you know, DC to me is a lot like Sony. It's just like they come up with a plan and then something, they start planning for it and then something in the present works and they're like, oh, fuck all that shit. Let's, let's go crazy. Like they, they want Spider-Man into like this new Spider-Man movie play off all of these characters like that we've seen before. And now it's like, DC immediately was like, we need to do, we need to call in every, this person who played this, call in everybody who did this. We're going to bring it all in and it's going to, and it's like, dude, the difference between Marvel doing this and you guys doing this is like, we've gotten to watch all of this get to this point. You're going to just take everything that you've ever had and just be like, check it out and just like throw it at everybody with no context. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But the the problem is too is these these corporations like Sony or or whatever, they have head CEOs running these companies or whatever that all they see is the dollar signs, right? And they go, oh, we want in on that. How do we get that? And we need a universe. We need to make fans go. Fans are eating this shit up. We need that money, man. And so they got shareholders they got to speak to, and the shareholders going get us money, get us money, and. That's how they do it. It's the same as any of these things, right? Like mm-hmm. they were so built on uh, uh, making the that dark universe or whatever the fuck they were gonna call it with like yeah. uh, the mummy and fucking Doctor Jackal and Mister Hyde and all that shit. And I'm like, stop, stop. Like you don't even have an idea before you're putting it on screen, and then you're going, we'll figure the rest out later. Just get it on there. Let's make money. One day, we're going to put all these monsters in one movie. It's like, that's not going to make sense. They don't even tonally fit together. Like, no. It's just a mess. And, like, I I hate that. I hate people just being into it for the money. I understand, like, it's a money-making business. You have to, you know, make the money back from the movie. I get that. But come up with an idea and say, this is how we want to carry it out. But we're going to make a standalone movie first that's really, really good. And let's see how it does. And if that story is good enough and fans like it, then we can build off of it and continue on the universe. But to go, to come out right from square one and say, hey, guys, we got 10 pictures coming at you at the next five years, and you're going to love this shit. And then everybody sees the first movie and goes, no, it's garbage. Yeah. And then, you go, oh, no, what are we going to do? Like, I just don't get that aspect of it. It's the same, um, it's the same with Avatar. Like, Hey, we're gonna make Avatar two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I'm like, the first one wasn't that great. I don't even want to see two, let alone your your you're already working on three, four. It. Right? It's like, who's gonna go see this movie? Who is that big of an Avatar fan? That's like, fuck, man, I cannot wait for Avatar two. I'm like, I don't know anybody. Truly, I have a, uh, I have a confession that I have actually never seen Avatar. It's fine. It's yeah, a fine film. Like, it's not. Honest, right? It's Pocahontas mixed with Fringley. It's the exact same movie. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's not like bad. It's it, it looked really awesome in 3D. It shot beautifully. It had really cool like CG uses and 2008 or whenever the fuck it came out. But like, yeah, it's 15 years later. And do we really need an Avatar 2? I'm not hungry for it. I couldn't care yeah. less for it. I'm not going to go see it. I'm not going to see it. I don't care. I didn't see the first one. So I definitely don't care about seeing this one. 
like one night if you're looking for something to watch and you're, you're like hey i've never seen this i think it's on disney plus like go for it it's not terrible but yeah. if again it's a movie where i'm like i wouldn't go out of my way to watch this i don't own it yeah yeah, you yeah know? that says a lot because you own fucking a lot of movies so yeah i have 1300 movies in my spare bedroom like i don't own avatar because i'm just like eh, it wasn't good enough for me to spend 20 bucks on yeah it's fair yeah, yeah I, I don't know I just think it's, I think, you know, like you said, it's, those are some red flags to see that the Flash movie is going to need a prequel comic to explain itself. It's like, oof, dude. But, like, don't you think they would have learned the lesson from Justice League? Like, no. Justice League no, was a mess of a movie. The only, the, it's funny because it's like, it just goes to show, like, that whole Hollywood, like, world and, like, the only thing they look at. And it's like, it's just a cash in on a quick buck on something that they can punch you in the face with nostalgia. And again, good for them when it works. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, you know, uh, like easy to read name says it's crazy how the only good shared Marvel movie universe that exists are Marvel and half the Godzilla movies. So it's like, you know, like I do like the star Wars stuff again. I don't think all of it's like 10 out of 10, but I think as a universe, I quite enjoy that world. I find it pretty fun. And I like that they're building on it. Because the thing is, is like, you know what? You hear a lot of people say, well, the Star Wars universe is a lot bigger. Like, you could, you don't always have to show cameos all the I time. I that. Okay, fine. But then when you get to the point where we, when you don't see it, we have people complaining like, that's a real missed opportunity. You could have put this in there. You could have put that in there. And it's like, you said you wanted to start fresh. Like, you were on, on, on the same page. Because we 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 think alike in a lot of ways, but like it, I just how many times we've talked about going to see Blink One Eighty Two in concert and going, I would go see them if they didn't play any of their hits. If they played all B sides, yeah. I'd be like, fuck yes, we're getting deep cuts this whole tour. I'd be so in. But people yeah. want those fucking singles. Yeah. They want to go see Blink and they want ten singles. And it's the same with movies. They go, hey, I want to see a lightsaber in this fucking movie. I want to see a Skywalker and I want to see Tatooine and. I'm the opposite where I'm going, I want to see no fucking Jedi. I would love to see no Skywalkers in the next movie. And I would love to get off on a, on another planet other than Tatooine because everything's fucking on Tatooine. Yeah. Give me anything. Like, there's supposed to be infinite amount of planets. Show me a planet I've never seen before. Give me a cool yeah. story there. I agree. I don't oh. disagree there. Like, but that being said, like, I do love revisiting the classics. Like, to me... Great. I'm fine with having series and tattooing, but I mean, we can have series elsewhere too, right? So, but the thing I just is, think what I was, where I was going with that, sorry, where I was going with that yeah, was like, anybody who now, the, the hard part about now is like, Marvel's done such a good job at the way they've done it because they've taken literally the slowest approach possible. Like, it's just like, Holy. you know how we got here? We built up with like 28 movies or however many movies they're doing and three different years. shows and... And it's like, for anybody else to even catch up to do it even remotely as good, like, it's going to be scrutinized just because they're trying to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, you, at yeah, this totally. point, like no one's going to be able to catch up to Disney because they did it the right way from the beginning. They did it. They did the slow burn. And, like, it's completely paying off now. Like, Right. But again, that's that's because of the people running these companies are going, we want the money now. We don't have 15 years to wait. How do we yeah. get a universe now? And it, they're not willing to take the time and patience to build a universe. It's it. I don't know. I, I really think that anybody 
it's dumb to come out and say we're building the blank universe. Yes, come out I with see. a great movie, and then you can build the universe around it if it succeeds and you have the great a great story in place. But to yes. go come out and go, we've got nine movies coming out in the next three years, and you're going to love every single one of them. I'm going, that's not going to happen. You're going to yeah. miss on one of those, I guarantee you. The thing is, is as soon as they outline it like that, it, you all you can do is see through it because it's just like, right. you know, it's like, remember when DC kind of first started getting going? It's like every week we had a new project on the table. It's like, oh yeah, now we're making a Robin, a Robin movie. And it's like, well, not just that, but the Flash movie was supposed to come out like five years ago. Which one's right? The Flash movie was, yeah, it was yeah, originally yeah. announced for like 2018 or some shit. And then they're like, oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, we can't. We're we're recasting it. We're we're finding a new director. Like we don't have a story. We like Ben Affleck was supposed to do a Batman movie. Then that got delayed. Then that got pushed. And then he was out. Then he doesn't even want to be Batman anymore. Like yeah. they announce these things before they have any concrete fucking thing. It's like why did that even become public? Why did why did Ben Affleck say yeah I'm going to direct the next Batman movie? I got a really cool idea for it. Don't say that. Yeah, Either right. fucking have the contract in place and fucking film the thing and go. Here it is. It's coming out July 5th, and here's the fucking Batman movie. But no, we're going to fucking get you all hyped up for it, and then it's never going to happen, or it's going to get delayed, or it's going to come out, and it's going to be a shitty movie. Just stop. I think it says a lot about Marvel, too, because if you think about their whole history, the only thing yeah. that they've ever, like, really officially on the books said was coming that didn't come was Inhumans, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, things have gotten pushed and things have gotten yeah. delayed, but I think when you get into a universe of, what, 28 movies now? 27 movies, whatever it's at, and um, you, you know, you're hitting above 50%. I mean, they're, I, I would say they're hitting about 70% of the movies are yeah, good. I so, I don't know. I, I think they're doing the right way. I think they're building out universes, and they go back and fix the bad movies with yep. new the footage new and new shit. Yep, yeah. I agree. So, yeah, exactly what Easy to Read Names is saying. I can't wait for the Cyborg movie coming out in March 2018. Right. <laughs> it's three years later, or four years later, we don't have a Cyborg movie. They don't even, well, Ray Fisher is not even going to play Cyborg because of his huge blow up with WB and everything. Yeah. Like, they announce these things before they have any real idea of what the fuck they're doing. And it's, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's not going to work. DC's a mess. If I was DC right now, I would say, Hey, we're gonna continue on Wonder Woman's story with with uh, Margot, but we're not gonna uh, we're we're not gonna do any like universe shit. Like it's just yeah. gonna be a new story of, of Wonder Woman. And I don't know why they keep forcing themselves. It's like they put themselves in that box, then it doesn't work. So they say we're not gonna do that anymore, and then they see that Spider Man worked, and now they're like, okay, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do shared universe. We're gonna kind of start it all over again, and it's just like. Man, how yep. about you just make one good movie, like, and yep. then maybe start right. thinking about that instead? It's just like yeah. I totally agree. I, I mean, we're hammering this into the ground, but yeah, I, I just, so uh, yeah, fucking well, I just, I, I'm sick of the greed. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It just bugs me, man. Like, the greediness of these corporations is really annoying. When you see a corporation spend sixty-eight billion dollars and it's a cash fucking deal, and then people round that up to $70 billion just out of ease of conversation. And you go, you realize you rounded up $2 billion. That's more money than like 99.8% of people on earth have. It just bugs me. I'm like, 
these corporations aren't real real things anymore. They're just spending more money than any of us will ever fucking conceive of. Yeah. Like I, I I I don't know. I love I love what Disney's doing and everything like that, but it is a problem that the that they're buying up everything and everything's owned by one company and it is gonna be a problem in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I don't know. We yeah, we're we're good. We're good. That was a good one. Yeah. Boba no, Fett, I agree. Book of Boba Fett was just eh this week for me. Yep. Yep. Hopefully Watch Peacemaker. Be better. That's all. Watch Peacemaker if you get some chance. It's really funny. You'll try. really like it. I don't think this is going to be the week. I have a dentist. Uh, I have to go. I have like uh, some uh, crowns that I have to get done this week. And like because I yep. have such bad dental anxiety, I actually have to get put out for it. So like I lose I'm the, the same day. What's that? I'm the same way. I am terrified of the dentist. So. Yeah, I hate the dentist. So, so yeah. So I'm actually getting. Uh, I'll be out for like pretty much all of Thursday, pretty much. So I'm kind of losing right. a day. Wish I, I was flying over there so I could just put draw mustaches on you and shit. <laughs> just yeah, sharpie my face up. That'd be good. Yeah. Magic. All right. Well, when you get to when you get a chance, Peacemaker is good for a laugh. You'll appreciate I'll, it. I will catch up to Peacemaker eventually. Again, I want to. I still need to watch Suicide Squad again. I've been meaning to, but I just. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, time's time's impossible. Mm-hmm. It has been. But yeah, I'm gonna adulting stuff. So do it while I'm working. But yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, for everybody that's not following us, follow at Customs by Matthew. Follow with Smoke Media. I appreciate all of you that are following us. Tune in Wednesdays. Matt's doing some really cool streams, uh, building figures and everything, and giving people tips on how he does his his uh, magic shit. So. Oh, I'm giving tips. Uh, yeah, so always pop by Matt's streams on Wednesdays and any other Great time tips. he's live. I love a good tip. Just a tip. Uh, yeah, our art's done by at Janie Milner, and uh, we're also available as an audio podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can catch these videos also on our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Moose Milk Media. Um, yeah, and other than that, we thank you for watching, and we'll catch you next Friday. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, have a good night, man. You too. See you. Peace.